Halloween's but... a Saturday this year. Mm. Yes. If only we'll be allowed parties by then. <laughs> Hold on. It gets better. Oh, it's God. a Saturday, but it's also the Saturday that the, the clocks, clocks go, go back. Yes. When that so you works. get an additional hour of Perfect. Halloween. Perfect. Loving that. Yes. Although that might confuse all the ghosts. They'll come out. So yeah, unfortunately, I think Halloween might, night might not be the best night to record because uh, we're we not have people knocking. Oh yeah, we want it up by yeah. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that could add to it. You could like scare the people as they knock and all their streams. Do you want me to pretend to be trick or treaters throughout the night? <laughs> just knock and do it childish. Now what we do is we'll pull all our money together, and I'll admit I won't be I won't be making much of a contribution in that sense, but we pull all our money together and just get actors, but like real big fucking names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it it's Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Sam. It's Snoop, everyone. <laughs> Jack oh, Black's in the house. Do you know what? You're talking about Snoop. Obviously, we don't have TV, so we don't watch TV. We watched TV the other day for the first time. Snoop does an advert for Just Eat now? Yeah. Because, oh, and i tell you what, it's just, he couldn't give a shit. He is, he I consider him the Vincent Price of hip-hop. Hip <laughs> he never, he never doesn't bring his A-game, which admittedly isn't, you know, exceptional. You'll yeah. say fizzle dizzle. But <laughs> so, so wait, you mean he's consistent? Yeah, he's consistent, but also he's like, I don't care. I might not get another thousand dollars. Right, here we go. <laughs> do this. Now the best thing I ever saw him do was huge vegetables. Did anyone else see that? No. No. <laughs> I look it up, but randomly saw I don't know if it was a documentary, but it was just like you know, a, a huge vegetable competition and he was there, you know, appreciating the huge vegetables. Why not? <laughs> so I suppose, yeah, it's a lot of food in one place, really. I don't know, maybe, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I think you said he likes growing carrots. Yeah, no, I reckon that's the point. <laughs> Excellent. Right, so, talking of A-game. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. I'm Jennifer. Uh, and we are here this evening to cover what I think is one of the most underrated films of the last decade. Uh, spoiler alert, but we shall get onto that in a little bit once we've uh, covered off the obligatory extras as we do. Um, so, Chris, have you seen anything in the last week since we last recorded? Yes, I watched oh. something that was a little bit similar, it turned out, to tonight's uh, extravaganza. And it was one of the shorts by London Horror Society. And it was mm. a, an award-winning short by Oliver Park called Vicious. And the story revolves around a young woman who is in the process of dealing with the death of her sister. One night she comes home to find her door unlocked. It turns out that she might not be alone. And that's pretty much all I can say about it. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. Definitely, yeah, definitely worth a look. As I say, the style, excellent, you know, similar to tonight's showing. Oh, fantastic. How well, short was short? Uh, I think it was something like 11 or 12 minutes. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, What's definitely worth story? it. What was, what was it called again? It's called Vicious. Excellent. Well, was that on uh, YouTube or...? Yes, yeah, on the, the YouTube playlist. Oh, for yeah. London Horror Society. London, that's it, yeah. I think you linked to ages ago. You did. Mm. I've, I've looked at lots of stuff on there, but I didn't see <laughs> it. Um... Adam, have you seen anything horror-related? I haven't seen anything. I've heard something. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to go with that because I... Was it someone screaming? <laughs> no, although I have heard that. Was it you um, screaming? Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's my alarm clock. <laughs> you hear me screaming. Oh, I'm awake. Yeah, that's it. You said Claire as your, yeah, your sort of ringtone, your alarm there, just to scream at you. <laughs> no, I think, I think sadly I am her ringtone. Uh, <laughs> I, she just has to listen to me scream in terror <laughs> as, I fa as, I, as I face the dawn. Nice. Um, but I've been... Uh, I've, it's weird because it, um, I meant to mention this podcast when back when we did Quake Mass in the Pit. Hmm. Um, 
and it was just I'd started listening to it because it was a Nigel Neal podcast. Um, so it was covering like Quatermass and Stone Tape and things like that. Um, and I forgot to mention it then, and they're called Bergcast, which is B-E-R-G, as in British Experimental Rocket Group oh. cast. So they're Bergcast, but the reason I mention it is I'm now sort of catching up with the stuff they've been uh, releasing because uh, I don't think they'd actually covered Quake Mass in the Pit when we, when we did. Hmm. I think they were still sort of like doing the uh, BBC stuff. And so I've sort of picked up listening to it again. But as they've entered lockdown, one of them writes horror shorts, like mm. horror short stories. And so as little bonus episodes on Bergcast, they've, they've sort of started dotting them out, but they release uh, episodes where it's just uh, this guy reading his, the horror stories he's written. He's one of the presenters of the show. Mm. Um, and then the other guy, the other guy who's on the podcast just comes in at the start and, says that he is the man in black and we present a terrible tale this evening like so, nice. yeah and um Did you do the science yeah. as well oh yeah and it's is that sort of thing where it's, it's just like an old sort of um like you'd get on radio four or something like that you know it's just someone reading and they're bunging a wind effect or yeah, something nice. crashing or whatever like that but yeah um so yeah they've uh, so you can find them when you uh, look up the podcast but the podcast itself is really good because they are just going through everything that Nigel Neal, who, you know, is a massive sci-fi horror influencer. Uh, sorry, that I don't mean he's on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> if any, so, um, yeah, if anything, the poor man's dead. So, um, but that, that constitutes fraud. And, um, but yeah, no, it's a really, really good podcast. But the stories, they're, uh, as I say, they're original pieces. But mm. I think they sort of stand up in... They're certainly standing up in terms of other stuff that Nigel Neal would have done, because obviously he did like the adaption of the Woman in Black and things like that. Hmm. And uh, yeah, but definitely, uh, yeah. So that's definitely worth checking out. Cool. Sounds excellent. Yeah, looks good. Almost a I have indeed. I have yes. indeed. Um, so in prep for this evening, well, I say in prep, we watched the Inkeepers, Inkeepers last night, and then today um, to keep it a bit tie west. Uh, we rewatched Your Next. We did. Um, I, I that film holds up so well. Um, I've forgotten just how funny it is. Yeah, I'd forgotten the twists. I was just thinking, oh yeah, it's just one of those normal horror films. And then the twist started kicking in. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah fantastic. It, again, it's one of those. I, I I'm not a fan of home invasion movies, but I think this. I still think this is more of a comedy based in a home invasion movie. Mm. Black comedy, mm. definitely, but comedy nonetheless. Um, oh, so yeah, it takes yeah. that edge off that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, mm. because it, it is, it, it's really gruesome and violent and brutal, but it's equally ludicrous and yeah. hilarious. Mm. Um, and everybody in it is mental. Um, <laughs> so Ty West didn't direct it, it was Adam Wingard, but Ty West is in it as a kind of, uh, not cameo, but he is in it for a very short period. Um, mm. Yeah, playing a film director, which is kind of amusing. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's done a few um, as an actor. He's been in uh, a couple. Yeah, your next something called Silver Bullets, and he's in House of the Devil. He is indeed. Um, yeah, which is another one I would have quite liked to have had a chance to catch up with that again. I've seen that three or four times. Likewise, now. but yeah, would gladly have watched that again. Um, well, I I would say wait because I I can't see us not wanting to cover it on the show if we did. I totally agree. Yeah, I I think it's again it's uh, yeah kind of space it out from this one. Don't want to do them too mm. much together, but yeah, that definitely needs to be covered. It's a fantastic film. Um, yeah, and very similar to this evening's kind of very slow burn, but once it kicks off, <laughs> shit in hell does it kick off? Um. Yeah, so that's it really. Also, I've been, I've gone back, I mentioned it about a year ago now, I was reading the Essex Witch Museum Mysteries. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, um, yeah I, so I read the first one and I started reading the second one. And then it got to that point where I didn't read it for a couple of weeks and then I couldn't remember where I was, so I kind of abandoned it. Um, and I started it again on like Tuesday. Uh, yeah, and I've managed to get through 
I've almost finished it now. So I've got through it in about a week, which for me is, it is very quick to get through a book. I've been really carving time out. Um, yeah, it, really good. So I know we have a lot of people who ask us about books and stuff and I'm a bit shit and I don't read anywhere near as much as I should. Um, but yeah, anybody who does read, who listens to us, who didn't catch that last time, uh, yeah, the Essex Witch Museum Mysteries, uh, Supernatural Mysteries uh, set in Essex. Really, really good. Well worth checking out. Indeed, yes. Mm. And I have also been reading, I've been reading They All Love Jack, the uh, Busting the Ripper. So, oh, Bruce I, Robinson's one. Yes, that was a recommendation yeah. from uh, Wesley last, yeah. uh, last time we all chatted. So I ordered it sort of that night, you know, late night, got there a couple of days, and then I realised how thick the book is <laughs> when it arrived. <laughs> yeah. He didn't mention that, I don't think, when he was recommending it. So say again, what, what is They All Love Jack, and what, what exactly is so, it about? So it's a, about Jack the Ripper, and it's basically, yeah. Um, yeah, talking about all the other Ripper, you know, theories that have gone before it, basically okay. saying how they're all wrong, and putting forward, obviously, this guy's own theory. Um, I mean, it seems, you know, reasonably academic. I mean, his language isn't particularly, like he swears in it, and, you know, he's quite humorous in it. So you're sort of left thinking a little bit, is this a serious, you know, he's putting all the sort of references and things in. So you're thinking, okay, I presume I could check these and they would be Mm. serious. But the other part of you sort of thinking, hmm, don't know. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's quite convincing. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Because obviously it's uh, Bruce Robinson is the writer and director of With Nor and I. Oh, I did not know that. Hmm. Yeah. And, I'd, and when you said, oh, it's quite sweary, I was like, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Go on, do a quote <laughs> from With Now. <laughs> Can't be Uncle Monty. Monty, you terrible cunt. <laughs> been a bad month i don't care I haven't seen, seen gilgut down the fucking labor exchange <laughs> <laughs> i have to introduce chris to this as well i don't think you've seen yeah, it no. it's an old one but it's uh yeah um a friend of us where's it coming from <laughs> <Sorry>. it's, um, <laughs> it's, so it's uh it's the story of two um Drunks. Two drunks, basically, mm. go away to the country for the weekend. I, I think they prefer the term actor. <laughs> <laughs> One of them two. is Richard E. Grant, who is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but they, So they go off to this house in the country, and the house, a friend of ours went to a screening um, where they'd set up an outdoor screen in the, in, next to the cottage from the film. Oh, wow. So you were sitting in the grounds, looking at the cottage mm. to the right, and to the left was the screen showing was the movie. Was it a drink with the film good. as they went? I'm guessing it was Darnie, I think. I was going to say, was it Darnie by any chance? Hi, Darnie, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, have to check that out. Mm. But the, mm. the, the film, yeah, Chris, if you've not seen which one, right, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those films that's so quotable. And it's mm. funny when you watch it, because I didn't see it until later on in life, and there were lots of the characters who kind of get mimicked in other stuff. You know, like yeah. with, when you see classic horror films, you go, oh, yeah, I'd never seen that. But, yeah, you know the character because it gets mimicked. So frequently. keep getting referenced. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you get that a lot from, uh, from Withnor and I. So, mm. yeah. Scrubbers! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah, uh, so this evening's main event... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should never have brought up with no one. I look what you've started Sorry. now. It's going to be a whole evening of quoting no. lines from it. It's fantastic. So, um, the innkeepers. Yes, so mm. we have covered the innkeepers. Um, Ty West, as we mentioned earlier, this is one of his earlier films as well. Um, oh, I've not heard of him before, but you mentioned him, you know, in a way that suggests he's he's done a few. Uh, I think the problem is he did House of the Devil and then he did this and I was totally blown away by, away by both of them and then the next mm. film he did after this was an anthology movie which I was like I, could this get any better um, mm. and I hate that film with every fibre of my being um, Is it VHS? Yes Because oh, he, he also did uh, 
I think he did it at the same time he did one for ABCs of Death. Yes, but, he did. Yes. Yeah. I but I found out, because I, I thought House of the Devil was his first film, but there's there were two before it. I have got The Roost on DVD and I've never got oh. around to watching it. Oh, because no, I'd be interested to see that myself because I think it, it sounds like it could be good. Four friends marooned on a mysterious farm en route to a wedding are terrorised by various creatures and zombies. Yeah, it was, I, it was one of those, I, I think it, I saw House of the Devil and had to immediately buy it. Um, but I don't know why I never got around to watching it. But yeah, it's on the shelf, so uh, yeah. I might have to dig it out and give it a go. And and then after this, I mean, he's done he's done a hell of a lot of TV. I noticed um, that he's doing individual like show, like individual episodes mm. on a lot of shows now, like The Exorcist and things. Yeah, oh, but a, a lot of it's sort of on brand, and it like you say, it's like The Exorcist and South of Hell. Apparently, there's a Scream the TV series. Uh, there is a Scream the TV yeah. series. I think I watched yeah. the first episode, but again, it's kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't want to knock it because, as we as we say ad nauseum, it's great to get younger people into the into the fold and introduce them to horror. Uh, but it is aimed very much at a sort of teen audience. So, uh, yeah. Wouldn't you have said Scream was a bit as well? Yeah, Scream, the films really were aimed, weren't they? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't no, no, know. We, oh, we were just nearer what? the age. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That is true. Yeah, because yeah. we're like twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Oh, shit, I keep forgetting how old we've got. Um, so, Chris, what did you make of the innkeepers on your first watch? Mm, well, I, I'm sure you know that I loved a lot about it. The style, I was drawn in straight away, and I was glued to it. Mm-hmm. And they executed it you know, immaculately. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think I mentioned earlier to Adam that I thought he was thinking of The Shining and I suppose that's because it had, you know, some similarity being, yeah, or at least, hotel, it, yeah. yeah. And then that, you know, it's, it's an old enough looking hotel. It's, mm. it's something, was it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, what era is it? It's, it looks slightly modern, but still, you know, from the past. I think it's probably a 70s hotel that's never yeah, been okay. updated is the idea, perhaps. Oh, no. The, well, no, it's late, 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 18, late 1800s. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like it's been modernised, but yeah, just yeah. not that recently. Yeah. So not so true. it's a bit of a, an uncanny valley sort of a, a mm. look for me. Um, so, you know, that, that sets the scene really well. Um, yeah. And then the, the cast were great. Um yeah, you know the the sort of the interactions between the girl and um, Luke. I've forgotten her name. What's her Claire. name? Claire. Okay. <laughs> Easy one to remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. I couldn't think it was a. He said it, or he must have done. But anyway, I yeah, remember yeah. her saying Luke quite a lot. But then I think that's because Star Wars. You know, <laughs> well, oh yeah. Well, that's very true. Um, but yeah, so so that was yeah excellent. So much about it was was fantastic. Um, I'll say the bit that it turns out I struggle with now, and then we can go back to all the great stuff. Okay. So at the very end, I it turns out that I'm probably struggle with straightforward ghost stories because okay. we, it turns out. Twist. Yeah, I, that must be it, I, and I'm not sure exactly why it might be because. Um, because I, I always wanted uh, ghosts to be real and they never were. <laughs> and so I was always disappointed whenever we went to try and find one. It's like, well, it hasn't turned up for me. Turned up for all those other people that told me it was going to be here. <laughs> so I, I think that just stuck, you know, because we had the white lady at the top yeah. of our rose and there was meant to be like, uh, you know, a pond there and we'd go up there and it's, well, it's three dark. Times and around it and yeah. night and she would appear and, to you. Never but did. she'd appeared, she'd appeared for countless other people. It was well, guaranteed. Allegedly, yes. <laughs> well, well, I realised, you know, I realised that as a Yeah, a bit like that, Luke yeah. with this. When she said, uh, yes, oh, but you'd yeah. seen it before. No, I didn't. I made no, it exactly, out. Exactly. Right. Perfect. Right. And so that's what, you know, that was great. So many bits in it, you know, just it, the fact that you're sitting there, they're bored, just the whole build up. It was all, well, it almost had a bit of a, uh, a reality TV feel to it, at least to begin with. 
but with the pacing, yeah, high production. Yeah, it was just it was really seemed like yeah, okay, you know, I'm learning about them. This is their life. Okay, that's great. It was totally involved in it. But yeah, it's just that. I don't, and maybe if we watch more, I might get used to it. But there's just something. And I, we had it with the, um, I suppose, I've forgotten the name of that one. What was the what was the reality one that you all love? Hell House LLC. No, no, um, no. It was the the news. Oh, Ghostwatch. Yeah. Ghostwatch. Yeah. 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 And and so, I, I guess it that might have been part of it. That it's there must be something. So I think what we've got to do, we need to watch more ghost ones, and I'll see if I get used to it. Just being, it is a ghost. Um, whereas, yeah, I sort of maybe it's even Scooby Doo. You know, there's always another explanation <laughs> somehow. You like the science? That always yeah, that yeah. always let me down though. I was just like, oh, well, always yeah. go. It didn't. And the, you know, as I say, I've been rewatching them recently. Yeah, yeah, I'm like thirty odd episodes in, and I'm still every time I'm like, oh, is it still not wasn't a ghost? The ghost it's, oh. it's always a it creepy ever? old man in a mask. Is, yeah. is it a ghost? <laughs> this, this is why I can't understand why there is. There's a, a old. Uh, there's a, a detective called Karnaki who's like from around the same sort of time as like the sort of turn of the century, like sort of Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and there are a series of short stories, but they switch between the two. Oh, so you so get like be... Scooby-Doo ones and you get real hauntings. Oh, so that'd be excellent. And that's yeah. so much better as well because you don't have that foregone conclusion. Mm. Like if you're, if it's Sherlock Holmes, you know that he will solve it and it'll be <laughs> rationalised. <laughs> or, or yeah, or you get the other way of mm. it. It's like so you don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah, um, and I just I can't understand why that hasn't been adapted because I don't think there is. It is uh, Karnaki the Ghost Finder, oh, and it's man. it's not that it's not that it's not that many stories. I think there's like sort of ten or so in all. But, but so it's interesting yeah, you say that because so like you know I, lo I love the stories. Ghost stories are great. You know they're. They're fascinating, they're exciting, but somehow when it's a film and they're still presenting it as if it's real, I don't know how that changes it. It's like when it's a story and you can talk about, look, this ghost existed here and you've got the background to it, or oh, it's great. Mm. But somehow it changes for me just slightly when it's a film and I feel like it should not stick with it being that as being the absolute answer. But then this but wasn't the answer, just... I didn't think, at the end. Oh, go on. There, well, there was the possibility, wasn't there, when he said, I was banging on the door trying to get to yeah. her. So, of course, yeah. was it all in her head? And the banging right. on the door okay. so, was the dead so, man. Yeah. So, died, and it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. No, I was absolutely going to um, yeah, come to that. Okay. I'll let you get to that. <laughs> um, so, but what, but what you said, I think that was the reason I loved this as much as I did from the very first time I saw it, um, I think, like you said, Chris, like Luke and Claire are such lovable, believable characters. Like I said to You're you, not he's a bit annoying. They, they played the characters, you know, oh, I think well. perfectly, yeah. And yeah, yeah you know, I, like, yeah. I was like, I'd love to work with him too. That yeah. literally <laughs> just be my just, dream working yeah. in a hotel with him pricks. It was, they were just hilarious and just. Yeah, I think I think it's also good that I think it's good that the timing of this because this is 2011. Mm, okay, I'm I'm rather glad because you know it's very the way they do their relationship where clearly uh, Luke has you know he's got he's got a thing for her mm. and yeah, she's not yeah. aware of it and they're just mates. Mm. But I think it is played very nicely in it, whereas mm. I think now. They, I think they may have even upped it where it make him more a bit of a creep because yeah, he's yeah. into her, but he's not hitting on her at any point. No, I was you know, expecting so that to that happen. Doesn't come into it, but yeah, yeah, I don't. I think so. It can just be portrayed, and you do like them mm. rather than if he was like, oh, you know, he's a bit ending up thinking, yeah, he's a bit savile. Fuck him. Hope he gets, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, hope yeah. He gets ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good ghosting in. So I think it is nice that it comes mm. just before a period where it would be like, well, we're going to frown upon this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I think we'll make him a bit creepy. 
Mm. <laughs> That's why I think, yeah, the execution, the whole thing was just so well done. I love the chapter cards as well. That's something you mm. don't see very often in films like that, where they've broken it into the, the three acts. Yeah. Yeah, and I really liked that. Stoker did that, did it not? I can't remember. Stoker did Stoker. do that, I believe, yeah. Yeah. And we, I don't think we mentioned it then, and that was, like you say, it's quite, it's a, it's quite an old-fashioned sort of thing, but it really, yeah, it's uh, unusual to see it now. But when done well, yeah, it works. Yeah. Again, is that, is that the sort of thing where it's like it's an old building, so we're harking back to an old time? Mm. Oh, yeah, because the yeah, opening yeah. credits were all the, the old pictures from actually mm. the Yankee Peddler, obviously, is a, is a real place. Yes. Um, so, is it, yeah? Yeah. So it's, a, it's a real place, and they filmed it there. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah, I mean, that, that adds a little extra to it as well. Mm. Well, also, it is meant to be haunted. <laughs> mm, okay. So, it's the full works. Frankly. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, where is it? Yeah, it's in Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut, oh. sorry. Yeah, Torrington, Connecticut. Um, it first opened as the Connolly Hotel in July 1891. Wow. Uh, by Frank and Alice Connolly, and they died in 1910 when their niece, uh, sorry, their niece took over when they died, not. No, not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they, you yeah, know, um, and then a couple of years later, she sold it on. Um, in 1940, they added a, a restaurant in there called the Yankee Peddler, and then the hotel was renamed that in 1956. And then it's been through various hands over and over again. It seems to be sort of like quite a bit of a revolving door of people, and then. Uh, closed for renovation in December 2015 and it hasn't opened since. Aww. And it's probably not going to, basically. Mm. Because, yeah, it was. I think they ran out of funds sort of refurbing it and then it was just, no one wanted to buy it because it was then, they'd have to put so much more money in. Um, but apparently, yeah, the, the, the list of the hauntings is uh, room 353, where Alice Conley is rumoured to have died, subject to strange smells and apparitions, her spirit is said to roam the hallways, courteously checking in on guests. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice ghost. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Room 295, also noted for weird smells. I think the place stinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why they shut it down, isn't it? That's what they were renovating. They were yeah. trying to get the smell out. Mm. Get the damp out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, invisible forces getting into bed with the residents. Well. Uh, a grey-haired man in a black suit who could be Frank Conley can be seen using the phone in the bar. That sounds a bit far-fetched. Um, <laughs> unlike any of the rest of it, obviously. Alice's <laughs> rocking chair in the lobby is said to move on its own. Mm -hmm. Mind you, oh, you have put this rocking have... chair in the lobby. Yes. And presumably quite easily set up a, a mechanism of some sort. Mm -hmm. uh, visitors and guests have reported the standard lights going on and off, doors opening and closing, being pushed or moved by invisible forces, as well as bad dreams. <laughs> Ty West ease. stayed there when he was making mm -hmm. House of the Devil oh. and it was talking to the staff that he got all the stories of the place mm -hmm. and then yeah so they filmed it in the real Yankee Peddler Inn over 17 days and they all lived in the hotel wow, wow. That's there's, like 50, there's like 50 odd rooms so mm -hmm. they all just stayed in the hotel <laughs> while they were filming so they Why just not? rolled into work yeah, nice. see that, like, that adds a lot to it for me that you know that if anything removes some of, of it like if, if it just made it up mm. yes yeah. you know yeah. then it seems like well right, maybe change it somehow perhaps but yeah no if he, if he really has just yeah based it on all of that and that's he great. didn't even put that on at the end did he you know before you know yeah. these are based Rachel on true events <laughs> yes <laughs> what well, i mean really because i mean it's the only ghost they say about in this is the hanged woman hmm. mm. and that's not something that's in you know, they don't have any suicides or anything. I mean, it, it'd be mm. a shite ghost story if it was just, oh, this woman came in and said, uh, is you stay all right? And he went, yeah. And she went, lovely. And then went out. <laughs> and somebody could get anything. Yeah. yeah, nothing. <laughs> okay. All right, my loves? <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. It's just, I, I, it's not selling me anyway, I know. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just, I think the shots and things were creepy as well. A lot of it was, um, 
I realised this time re-watching it, um, there was quite a lot of camera movement and stuff, which made it feel uh, more like you were more like you were there. I think, like not found footage, but yeah, it just felt more. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Real, like well, I, sp I, su I suppose. I suppose the thing is, they are filming in just genuine rooms and stuff. Mm. As they're probably so very limited on space. It's that claustrophobia you're probably coming out in it, like well, you say. They are shaking the, the camera because they can't fit in the room. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Get <laughs> your arm out, me balls. Hand held. <laughs> they're really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a lot I'd of like shots in this. There was lots of there were lots of strange angles. I, I love the like the shot down the staircase as she was coming up mm. um, and stuff like like some of the shots. Yeah, were just really nicely, like really strangely framed. They were shot in a really mm. odd angle, which yeah, I think helped the kind of just made it feel slightly uneasy because like everything that was, uncanny valley sort of yeah, feel exactly. Yeah, yeah, of why are we seeing it from this strange? Mm. You know, like. There was uh, lots of shots. So at the shots, as you say, when she was in the bedroom, uh, when she goes in and lays down the first time, all those shots are from right up in that very top corner. And as you say, that probably is a space <laughs> thing rather than... A, a he might have planned it. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, you know. <laughs> I, think it's that, I think it's that thing of like necessity actually creates a nice inventive look yeah. to the thing. And also, it is like you say, it's uncanny valley. Everything is like, you're like, why is this slightly wrong? Mm. <laughs> it's not chilling or anything else like that. It's just like, what's up with that? Yeah, it's, it's only... just, you know, everything's just not quite right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love the, um, the idea of the woman as well who uh, she recognized like the celebrity staying there, and then it turns out that. That's kind of fun, wasn't it? Sort of added a little bit of, oh, excitement. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, those interactions were quite kind of realistic as well, where she was very keen to speak to her and then realised she didn't really have anything to say of any value and it all got very mm, awkward. Funny, and, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. I quite like the way that developed later on when she admitted, yeah, I'm just not a very nice person, really. And <laughs> I, But I'm willing to, you know, help you a bit here. Um, yeah, sort of, I suppose, yeah, they it was enough of a character development to keep it interesting because mm. obviously there weren't many characters in it in total. No, it's a really sparse, mm. it's what, five people, five speaking parts maybe? Yeah. Yeah, there aren't many, are there? Um, no. And yeah, it's funny, Lena Dunham being in it as well, who's obviously gone on to massive things just playing that little small part yeah, where she plays the barista, yeah, in the coffee yeah. place. Which, and also, yeah. which you said. She's annoying, Bristol. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, I didn't put two and two together before, but yeah, the fact that she goes in there, orders her coffee, the woman starts talking at her, and then when she gets back, she says, oh yeah, they ran out. And Jennifer's yeah. like, she clearly just got bored of listening to her and walked away yeah. without yeah. even taking What's a coffee. Who does that? But it adds that element of almost realism, or mm. almost just sort of thinking about that, she's like, that's so rude. Like, yeah. surely she works in this street all the time and she's got to see this girl. Yeah, but it's her last day. Why does she give a shit? I was horrified by that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's where it is. I think that was, that was something I got, because obviously it's uh, my first watch on it. And oh, was it really? I think, oh. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Yeah, no. You had no, the DVD, Adam. We thought you watched it. <laughs> no, I had the DVD because I bought the DVD of House of the Devil. And by the time I bought the DVD of House of the Devil, the innkeepers had come out. So I thought, well, they're both, they're both on sale. So I got them both. Uh, I've watched House of the Devil. I haven't watched the innkeepers. Oh, and then, and then it, got, it got left at home when I moved in with Claire. Because mm. uh, it was like, in a different pile or whatever like that and just didn't come with. And um, It's not on bloody Netflix. Not on bloody <laughs> Netflix, nah. <laughs> and, um, but it was... So, uh, did Claire yeah. watch this with you as well? No, because because of Lee's statement, the Jennifer was very yeah. Uh, yeah. Finds it very uh, scary. Mm. I was like, well, I don't. I genuinely don't know because it was it was weird because all I'd ever heard of it was lots of people saying, uh, well, a few people saying it was boring because 
shit. But there was always like nothing happens for ages. So I was like, mm. right, I'll like this film then. Yeah. What you mean is <laughs> what you mean is slow burn, and you're impatient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there was that. There was that element to it. There was a lot of people just saying, oh, it's like the scariest damn thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And then there was a few where they were like, yeah, misguided comedy. And I'm like, hey, so how is it the scariest film? Or some people have just thought it's a comedy. Yeah. And now having watched it, I understand. Yeah. Mm. Because, and I, I think, uh, bear with me, I think I might have even possibly found the root of Jennifer's unease with it. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Sorry, for the listeners, sorry, just to <laughs> clarify, because obviously we had this discussion off, off air. Um, this is the only film that Jennifer has ever made me turn off. Um, <laughs> we watched it to the point where they have this. This was years ago, by the way. I was very young. It was about <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it got to the scene where they're down in the basement holding the. Just, the, just, it was, the slow burn worked so well that at that point mm. I was like, no, no, I'm not going to bed, no. And Jennifer said, oh, can, um, can, we, can we just stop no. this um, and I'll watch it tomorrow in the daylight? And I didn't. And then every time I mentioned it after that, no. she went, not in the mood, not no. in the mood. <laughs> but I did, you know, this time I was you like, had to make the effort. Yeah, yeah, I didn't put my hands over my eyes until the very last bit when I knew there was going to be a jump scare. I knew it was going to come, and I was like, I'm just going to do this. And it still gets you. Yes, but Adam's going to psychoanalyse so, me. Anyway, go on, Adam. <laughs> and, well, this is the thing, is because obviously, I've watched, now having watched it, it's like the first, well, basically the first hour and ten minutes, mm. it's a film that, and again, I'm really shocked that this film wasn't bigger. Mm. Yeah. But again, I think that the possible reason i think you might find it disturbing jennifer is the same reason why maybe it wasn't and it's you get it's there it's like you said about like heightened reality that it's that thing of when you watch a comedy film but it's not a realistic's wrong mm. but it's not a cartoon if mm. you if you see what i mean it's just like everyone it's like on a slightly heightened level mm. So it's characters. See, I wrote down kind of mundane build-up. And I don't mean mundane in a negative, but just in no. that, it lulls you into that sense of, yeah. oh, yeah, this I... is, you know, they're just everyday people and it's a mm. bit funny, but it's not laugh out loud. So you just fall into it being normal almost. But they're film everyday people, not everyday everyday people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. The best way I can describe it is, imagine this film and it's... Um, with uh, Cl uh, Claire played by Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> directed by maybe Kevin Smith. Right, yes, yeah. And possibly Kevin Smith as Luke. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Stick clerks then. <laughs> or, or Jack Black or someone, you yeah. know, that you, kind of, you know, Henry Zabrowski. And, and you could kind of take the ghosts out and it would just be a... This is a day in the life of these people who just piss mm. about at work. And yeah. you watch it quite happily. Totally. Exactly. It's like Friday. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And it's that sort of a vibe to it, which is... And again, I'm, my brain's blown because I'm like, well, hang on. Loads of people have said this is scary. Not just Jennifer. This is, you know, as, <laughs> it has a quote from Eli Roth on the front saying it's the scariest <laughs> ghost oh, film he's seen for years. Good. Yeah. I mean, good. So, although I'm suspecting he's a bit snoop. How <laughs> yeah, much for the quote? Okay. Yeah. But, um, you yeah. cynical. I yeah, I know I am. I am a terrible cynic. But I think so. And you get that sort of a film. Hmm. And even if that sort of a film went how this film does for the last twenty minutes, hmm. you would still expect everyone to be all right because. Hmm. That's the contract you would have of a Clark's, a Friday. Mm. Mm. You know, in the end, everything's going to be okay no because dies. it is. You know, yeah. it's not. We're not going to. We're not going to really pull the rug and go real fucking real life with yeah. it. Yeah, it's not Game of Thrones. And, yeah, exactly. And then I think that it breaks that contract. Mm. And I think that's what unsettles more, even more so than what's going on. Yeah, is that it's kind of like it says. Oh no, you've had fun with these two people and one of them dies. Yeah. Horribly. Yeah, yeah that really. <laughs> <You know? laughs> mm. And it's sort of, yeah. And it yeah. does that sort of for the last bit. 
It catches without... you so off guard with that. And then all of a sudden, as you say, it suddenly becomes very grounded and very real and very, the police are involved, yeah, the crime yeah. scene, we need to get, like, yeah, oh, yeah, it changes gears so quickly. And yeah, I think you're right. I think it that's really, what... really, really does. And it's sort of, but then that wrap-up scene but, then yeah. takes you back into, like, movie land if you like mm-hmm. where like Luke's talking about it was him banging on the door and everything mm-hmm. and it's like the poignancy of that which is no that sort of a movie that you were at the start you shouldn't then end up with that bit yeah even if you've put this bit in the middle that's wrong mm-hmm. you've done yeah but I think that yeah and I'm just like I say I'm really imp- I'm really I can't work out why it wasn't bigger because of the, that lulling first half mm. would be enough to take you with it but then I think is it because that's the real horror of it is that it jars and just suddenly rips it out and it's like no the supernatural is real and it kills you <laughs> you know and you're like fucking cheap what <laughs> you know this, this has been a bumbling buddy movie with like possible <laughs> a, a vague rom-com <laughs> you know? so, so like Jennifer said though she falls down the stairs could it have just been in her mind and the only other question I had is why did the ghost want to kill her we don't know that they do no, no. So, certainly not the old man yeah he was so, that is something could have been an accident he was like where's the towels come on <laughs> yeah well, especially after that I mean thank, all yeah. I can say is thank god for a bath full of blood no. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have seen his old man cock <laughs> under his old man belt. Oh, cool. No. That would have been another twist to the film, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about what he does with it. So. I did notice the later on bit, yeah, where you see him in the hall. It, I say I noticed. I noticed the lack. Yeah, so I think that the old man actually tucked it for that shot because you don't see anything. He might have his pants on in the bath. No, no, no. Later on, when you see him standing in the hall... He might have his pants on then. No, he definitely didn't. We've we've heard all about serious actors. He chopped it off for the film. He wasn't messing around. That's all the blood was. I do do like that, actually. That was one... That thing... Because it's only at the end. Because obviously when the ghost appears in the bed... Mm. Or like next to I knew oh, that yeah. was going to happen, and that still scared the piss out of me. <laughs> but it, but it turns and screams and everything mm. else like that. But the, the, at the end, when they're just not moving, mm. but you just catch them with the light, and it's like yeah. that, mm. yeah. and then yeah. they've moved. But it's that sort of you know blink thing, mm. and yeah, that was genuinely creepy because yeah. if some something running at you. Yeah, it's a jump and it's, ah. but just the fact it's like, it stood there, but you knew it was just stood behind you at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just, yeah, I think he does a good job there. And I think that's the thing. I think the reason the tension works so well when they manage to, they manage to hit you in the face with it without having to resort, as you say, to like very lazy jump scares. Yeah, is because they spend so much time lulling you into that false sense of security that once the tension starts building, it comes so out of nowhere that yeah, it, can't, it does catch you totally unawares. Mm. Um, and I think I think that's what I love about it. I, I think it's the fact that yeah, it kind of you start watching it and you forget you're watching a horror film to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. That's what got me the first time through, definitely. Mm. That you just and it suddenly sort of ramps up almost into that second gear of yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I want. I wonder if because the thing was is I remember the advertising at the time and it was like they were bigging up the the haunted mm. side of it. Yeah, you know that they were bigging up that horror section, mm. and it's a bit. I don't know whether they did that wrong. Yeah, because people probably didn't watch it. They probably turned it off after half an hour. Yeah, because all the people who were like, this is meant to be shit scary. Nothing's happened. Yeah. Yeah. And probably didn't give it the chance that it needs to actually work. Mm. And then, yeah. But I think, yeah, it might have just worked better if they'd have just lied to people, said there was a buddy comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a rom-com, but it's got a twist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
great. Can you imagine twist. people coming out the cinema, you know, demanding yeah. their money back? It was a rom-com. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I wanted them to end up together at the end, not one of them dead yeah. at the bottom of the stairwell. That would have been great. This never happened in Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> never saw an old man's bits. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well. But, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm. I don't know if it's something I'll return to immediately, but I am glad I've seen it. Mm. Definitely, it's it's one of those that I think that the longer you leave it between viewings, the more you get out of it. Because I, yeah, yeah. I saw it when it first came out, and I watched it a couple of days later again with Jennifer. Um, and I've not watched it again since. And I saw it pretty much as soon as it came so out. To on be fair, that was DVD. like ten years ago, almost um, nine years ago. But yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think it was maybe eight years, possibly, oh, when I, when, by the time it had come out on but it was a while ago. DVD. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I've not watched it again since. Um, and despite the fact I love it, it's one of those, yeah, I didn't think it would necessarily hold up to a rewatch. But because I'd left it for so long, I'd forgotten a lot of the subtlety of it, and I just remembered, oh, it's two characters, you really love them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it goes totally batshit for the last 15 minutes, and I've forgotten <laughs> the kind of nuance of what happens in between. Um, so, yeah, so that kind of caught me off guard again, just now. Mm. I, 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 I said I wanted to do this before we hit 100 episodes because I loved mm. it so much. Um, but you but I, why you loved it. <laughs> but I loved it more than I remember yeah. re-watching mm. it. So, yeah, I was, I was totally oh, blown away. Yeah. Uh, bear with a moment, people. Excuse okay. me. So, Chris, so yeah, where did you fall down on this in the end then? Because you said, you know, you weren't quite sure there were some issues, but then you liked Yeah, well, it. Yeah, no, like, well, as mm. Lee said, you know, there's so much in there to like. Mm. Um, I would absolutely recommend it yeah. to everyone. And I, I do like that there are a few potential, um, you know, there's a bit of freedom for interpretation, mm -hmm. or, or at least that's how I still see it. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, the very final scene, the jump scare right at the end, um, still suggests... She's dead. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it does suggest there is a hmm, actual ghost there. Yeah, or is it then, is it in our head by that point? Well, that is that is a good question. Yeah. I thought Just it was... As your light goes dark. That's it. Interesting, your um, link to, like, the Overlook and um, The Shining... Because I really yeah. got that feel. You know, when they mm. kind of zoom in, they look like they're going to zoom in on that black and white picture. And I actually mm. said to Lee when we were watching it, oh, are we going to see, you know, the barman in there? Because I was ready mm. for that. Mm. So I think without realising, yeah, it, it has that feel, I guess, because it's in a hotel. Yeah, and it's an yeah. abandoned hotel. Yeah, a bit of desolation. Mm. Yeah. That's it. And people possibly going a bit crazy with mm. the boredom and yeah, yeah, like building websites. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the other thing that we, we mentioned as well while we were watching it, um, yeah, that, I, I'm so glad that thing has died up. I, oh, yeah, yeah, the rocking chair. Yeah. Mm. It can get you. People making me jump makes me very angry. Um, I, I don't find it funny. It really <laughs> angers me. Um, yeah. I'm a long way away. I can do that. You can't get to me. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that actual clip, I don't think that's something mm. they mocked up. I'm pretty sure that's, that's on YouTube. Yeah. Because there was a period yeah, was a where phase, they were all the right. Yeah. <laughs> of me peeping, calling people yeah. terrible people things. People send you things. Uh, like, I'm just saving that the, the one I remember is the maze game where, you know, you think you're playing a, a game where you've got to move a little pixel around the maze and it's getting harder and harder and you're getting closer. You're looking like I've got to get yeah. down, you know, one pixel wide. Yeah. And then, yeah, all of a sudden it's like that face similar oh. sort of face appears yeah that's even meaner isn't it that really gets you <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do it to toby one day though <laughs> yeah well you're very brave <laughs> yeah. when he's still under your size maybe well he's still he's still this is the point at which this is the level of horror he's at still um adam mentioned jack black i think twice tonight reminded me that um i showed toby the uh the tribute song and it's got the oh, devil in it. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's cool. his level of, of oh, horror so it far. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't actually scare him, no. He, like, he find, found the song very funny. funny. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, the reason I've mentioned Jack Black twice is I discovered um, uh, they've got Yo Gabba Gabba on YouTube. And I remember it was meant to be good. And it's like a kid's show, but it's a kid's show. But if you were into the Beastie Boys, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But yeah, but basically, it's like a, it's like a just a mad kids show, but the music on it's like impeccable. Mm. Uh, Mark Motherbell from uh, Devo comes on every episode to teach people how to draw, and um, yeah. But in the middle of it all, um, there was uh, Jack Black was like a special guest on one of the episodes, and that that gives you the sort of idea. And then music by the Ting Tings on one bit, and it's like that that gives you how painfully fashionable this show was um but yeah i thought i'll stick that on for ted and he was really enjoying it i was like oh thank god we found something that's palatable that can, yeah. you know you that can he can watch <laughs> no only trouble is he loves it too much because when the end credits roll he bursts into tears oh. and that happened twice this morning oh. Oh, he obviously just was like i'm having a very good time here don't let them go away Oh, yeah. just put it on repeat, Adam, over and over and over. Oh no, that's no, that's the trouble. Even if you put it on repeat, the bloody the, they still keep the end credits on. Oh, it's when the end credits right. roll that it's like, this is what is going away. So you've conditioned oh. him. You can use that later on in life. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've been a bad boy. Here's the music. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, don't make the Jack Black mistake that I made in Pick of Destiny, where he meets Kyle and. They start doing a uh, like Carl's playing Mozart, I think, um, and he, then they sort of do the, this mashup, and Jack Black starts singing to it. And I remember that as just a fun mashup song. And not? there he starts screaming about, "I'll suck your thing, mother!" Yeah. But, All right, turn that one off. Okay. <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> no. Please, can I get a ringtone of "I'll suck your thing, mother"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, I still have that. You know, child, I can't quite bring myself to. <laughs> they might they might be an earshot and somehow that would not be bad enough <laughs> i um actually talking to jack black i re-watched uh, a family friendly one of his recently which yeah i would say to you chris oh yeah you could show your kids this but yeah there's a couple of scenes in it where you totally shouldn't um i watched mm. the house with the clock in the walls mm. again um yeah, really good, really... It feels a, a lot like the Goosebumps movie that obviously Jack Black was in so, as well. So that's... That, like, my impression of the trailer of that is that it's pretty good. Yeah, it was weird watching yeah, it. Yeah, really you know? enjoyed it, yeah. <laughs> but actually quite yeah. scary in parts. Um, well, probably for old... Or, or would, like, would, would be, yeah. 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 Obviously not, not for you, but yeah, hmm. young kids. Yeah, I'd say probably, yeah, early teens, maybe mm, okay. fine. Um, Depend, depending on the yeah, child. Depends on the child, of course. Yeah. But yeah, and the same like, with the house with a clock in the walls. Like, there mm. is a scene where he goes down into the basement and it's full of uh, mannequins and life-size uh, yeah. demons <gasps> and, like, devils and all those type of things. And they all come to life and basically harangue him into a demon's mouth. Yeah, but we is... were watching things like, what, The Wizard of Oz and The Flying Monkeys is pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chitty Bang Bang, The Child Catcher. I mean, well, yeah. that was all, you know... So oh, yeah, those things are horrific. Films think... are designed to scare even children. I think they are, but I think parents now are mm. a lot more... Maybe some parents. <laughs> yeah. It depends on the parents, depends on the kids. Chris, yeah. not for you. Adam, you could probably yeah. show Toby the house with the clock in the walls now. <laughs> Ted, even. Yeah, I mean, Adam could show. Ted, that's yeah, you said Toby, but. Yeah, no, that'd be wrong. Yeah, that's what we're Yeah, Adam, don't show Toby, <laughs> show your own child. You could do child swap. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll show, I'll show Chris's kids anything. Yeah. <laughs> not my problem. I, I, he doesn't care I about my sleep. My sleep problems, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we, we've now had uh, three days in a row that Toby hasn't woke up scared of something. So oh, this is, we're on a roll at the moment. Yeah, excellent. So I'm not going to rush and show him anything. Yeah, best no, not no, no. <laughs> Come on, Toby, on collateral, yeah. show you Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> no, I promise it's, it's only been 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh. Whereas Eve, yeah, she's six, we'd probably be able to show up most things by now. Yeah. I think it depends on your child's imagination yeah. and thought processes and, yeah, you know, do they just see it as a TV programme or not and, you know, all those other things that you don't really know, unfortunately, until you've shown them something. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, perhaps it's... I should, uh, might try Scooby-Doo in the next year, perhaps. Yeah. Scooby-Doo would be perfect because it always just turns out it to turns be a person. Yeah. 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 
no matter how much something might look like a monster or a ghost or an alien, it's always an old man in a mask. But it's usually so. you can get through an accident, isn't it? Like me with innkeepers turn off early, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost, it's fine. Well, yeah. you know, it, like me with Ghost Watch, you know, I, I mentioned it, obviously, when we did that, God, bloody hell, what was that, like episode seven or eight or something ridiculous? Halloween, like 2017, I think. Yeah, mm. wow. Um, yeah, but that was the same. Like, if I persisted with it at that young age i would have seen that it it got totally over the top and it was all nonsense and i yeah. think the fact that i didn't and allowed it to scare me to the point where i turned it off but plus you couldn't go back and watch things then could you mm. well, yeah unless you recorded it yeah or whatever you could have just gone back the next week and gone actually i'll watch that properly no but yeah. Oh, and they, they definitely weren't going to be showing that again on the BBC anytime after that. <laughs> 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 no, they got away with it the first time. <laughs> or, um, yes, so speaking of which, uh, next episode uh, we're going to be covering something. So, this is one that Adam has decided, having watched the film this evening, um, Adam thought this would be a perfect follow on movie. Um, and I think he's right. Now that we're heading into the, the late 90s, we're on episode 92, I believe this is. This, I think mm-hmm. this is 92, yes. Um, so we, uh, Adam and I were discussing, we've got a list of films that we've been trying to cram in before we reach the 100. Um, we're never going to make it because it's currently on about 12. So uh, we're not quite going to manage. Um, but Adam has suggested for the next film, we are going to cover uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because we've somehow not seen any Hitchcock. Um, mm. I think he does a lot of thriller stuff rather than horror, possibly, is why it's Do not- you think it... Well, cause so the, the only one I've seen is Birds, as I've mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, um, fantastic. But that is definitely Yeah, yeah okay. So I, I wondered if... Um, but what I, what I was wondering is, was were his films considered horror at the time more so or were they still not really he had a thing he was technically uh the birds is probably considered horror yeah but that's that's probably yeah the only one really i think weirdly enough i think that horror horror had a broader meaning Mm. in those in in that sort of time uh, a lot of his, like Lee said, he did a lot of like sort of crime stuff, but a lot of those would be yeah. considered more horror. But, you know, it's just because of violent acts or whatever like mm. that. You know, it wouldn't be, oh, well, I was watching a gangster movie and you expect it to be riddled with bullets. Mm. You know, it's sort of like just anything. It's like, oh, that was a bit bit much. So, yeah. Was so, it the way he shot it added something extra to it than what might be considered like standard thriller. I mean, I guess I'll find out when we watch. The, the best, the best thing I can say is that every, every time you watch sort of like real prime Hitchcock is you do sit there and go, that was like watching a modern movie. Yeah. Mm, okay. They That's never feel, they never feel old that, you know, you, I mean, you might have the story obviously maybe old, you know, or have that feel, but actually, the the sort of the way the film is shot and the way it goes, you know, just is constructed, mm. feels very up to date. Mm. Okay. You ne- you you don't feel that you're making you you don't feel you have to make allowances. Yeah. You know, it's like oh well, in these days everything was filmed quite stagey. Or well, the Hammer horrors where yeah, you know, or it's like oh, it's the limitations they had of or yeah. they couldn't film. Yeah. With Hitchcock, you sort of like you just get on with watching a film mm. is that okay. because he develops a lot so a lot of the things he did oh yeah actually it's then hugely sort of influential yeah. and he was also influenced by the right sort of things that bled into a lot of other directors and stuff like that so mm. yeah i was gonna say it's, uh, things like i, I, I mean uh, films like north by northwest um rope I, 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 I can't rave enough about rope rope is mm. just but that's not horror, I wouldn't say, really. Is no, it, it isn't. Is but yeah, but what an incredible! Oh, it's really it's, well done, um, isn't it? But it does. But obviously, it, the central thing shot. of it is a murder. Yeah. Yeah. So again, at the time, they would sort of like, well, that's a horrific thing. That mm-hmm. it's like you know, there's not that 
I don't think there's as many stratas of film. Hmm. You just went and saw a film. Yeah. Or is it and like so Silence of the Lambs is ultimately yes. Killer, yes. but it, it's it done in such a way to make it really It really on, feels on that, like of, that is just that has the language of a horror film. Yeah. Yeah, but again, and, and Hitchcock, I think that's the thing. I think that's why he's so well revered, mm. rightly so, because, yeah, he was doing, you know, people now aren't hearkening back to what people were doing in the 90s. People are still replicating what Hitchcock mm. was doing in the 50s now. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because he was so, so far ahead of his time. Actually, um, I mean, something, something like Stoker, Mm. Yeah. definitely is that has that Hitchcock feel oh uh, yeah. yeah okay like that's something mm-hmm. where I would say nowadays you'd sort of go oh yeah I can see that that that's where it comes from mm, yeah the shots uh, sort of obviously and, and, yeah. obviously there's like vertigo rear window I mean there's so many mm. there's so many amazing films and the thing is is that I think really I think Psycho and The Birds are the only two that really would be crossed over into horror, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I'd watch the shit out of loads of them um, and talk about them. But yeah, mm-hmm. but I think that Psycho, again, it's almost like we're going, it, maybe we do have to do Silence of the Lambs at some point because we're going through the Ed Gein strata. Yeah. yeah. We've done Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but then we hark back and go back to Psycho, which was also influenced because of Ed Gein. Mm. And yeah. But in a utterly different way to the way that Texas Chainsaw is. <laughs> yeah, there's no chainsaws in Psycho. <laughs> no. Um, but again, I've just just looking through uh, Hitchcock on IMDb. The Trouble with Harry. What a fantastic comedy movie that is! And mm. again, well, so far ahead of its time, it's ridiculous. Well, again, like you said, North by Northwest. You can show that to people, and people laugh. Yeah. Mm. Like it's not sorry, that's you can show them plan nine from outer space. <laughs> but, but I mean, they are still they're still with the film. It's a screwball caper movie. Mm. You know, and and the thing but it still feels even though it's what, nineteen nineteen forties, nineteen fifties? North by Northwest, I can't remember. Uh, let me check for you. But it's uh, North by Northwest is Jennifer's saying. I've just seen it there. Fifty nine. There you go. Fifty. You see, it it doesn't feel that old. It no. doesn't feel any no. that old. That's ridiculous. Same with Rope. I just saw the date of that at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Forty eight. What? Yeah. I never would have yeah. said that. If you'd yeah. have said when was Rope, yeah. I would have said sixties. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. realise Psycho came so late in his career, actually. I've got to mm. admit. I mean, obviously, I know it's the film he's most well-known for. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't realise that was actually 1960. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll also get... We'll sort of... Obviously, we're, well, we're going to watch it. So there's we no are. point in yes, going much further. <laughs> no. But I will say this as well, is that Psycho... I found out when we were doing House on Haunted Hill, I found out that Psycho was... Hitchcock noticing um, Castle, William Castle. Because ah. William Castle was obsessed with Hitchcock and, mm. you know, uh, really sort of admired him and wanted to be like... And weirdly enough, because of the success of... I can't remember which William Castle film it was. It might have been House on Haunted Hill. Uh, the success of it led Hitchcock. It's like, well, I'm spending all this money doing all these things and this is like a low-budget black and white horror film is there money to be made in that (laughs) (laughs) or and that's essentially what psycho is psycho is like that weird moment you know when you get like you'll get sort of directors and then they'll suddenly step out of the way and they're doing part of a franchise or something like that Mm. and you just psycho has that sort of feeling where it's like well fuck it i'll make i'll make for drive-through as well as for like you know massive theater audiences or whatever uh, cinema audiences I was going to say, I know, obviously, and... I know, obviously, yeah, we'll... drive through. <laughs> I know we'll it's cover it film. next week, but just because, just before, in case I forget, only because I'm looking at it right now in front of us. Yeah, you're right. Um, Rope is 1948 and is in colour. Psycho yeah. is in black and white and is made 12 years later. So yeah. all of his filmography is made in colour 
and then right near the end, he makes his masterpiece and then goes back to black and white. That's why yeah. it feels like an earlier piece. It does because it's because that's the thing as well. And also, I mean, he was doing. I mean, Hitchcock was did silent movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did. There, he did one of the originals of silent horror in a weird way. But again, it's that crime crossover. He did a film called The Lodger. Oh yes, and that is I mean, yeah. And yeah, and he. Said, but like I say, we can yes, we'll cream our pants over yes. over the hitch. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I apologise. That's my fault. We we meant to just say what we were covering next, well, and sorry, we've done fifteen minutes. Edit in. this. I'll paste it on to next week. That's <laughs> <laughs> so all right. You'll hear all this again <laughs> next week. Well, no, don't you cut it off. No, <laughs> cut no. And paste, not copy and paste, darling. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not losing content. Right. <laughs> Thanks ever so much for listening, everybody. Uh, don't forget to go and check out the Not for Everyone podcast. Um, yes. Yes. And watch Innkeepers. Uh, watch the Innkeepers if you hadn't already. Uh, go and watch Your Next. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good uh, House of the Devil, definitely watch because we will certainly be covering that at a later date. And um, definitely watch The Sacrament, his uh, Jim Jones uh, found footage film. Yes. Oh. Yeah. See, that's one that I've put on my watch list since uh, this morning. I definitely. Definitely. It's, yeah. it's such a great, uh, uh, well done film. Mm-hmm. Really good. They missed Jim Jones's monkey, but maybe that would have added a comedy element to the whole thing. <laughs> but, but apart from that, yeah. Excellent. Cool. Mm. Right, so thanks very much for listening. Go and watch Psycho, and we will all be back together in a week's time to discuss it then. Thanks very much for listening. Right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.